Yes. Now we're going to keep it light. And it's going to go fast. And it's going to come out first time. No rambling. No getting into the weeds. No, that's going to be difficult. Okay, three, two, one, go. Hi, guys. It's another episode of the Overclock Podcast, the most high octane tech podcast in the land, which is South Africa. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Gavin Dudley. How are you doing, sir? I've been fueled up by a chocachino. I'm good to go. Chocachino, my goodness. Don't you mean a mochachino? Oh, mochachino. No, like sorry, mochachino knockoff you buy in those Nestle machines. It's all good. It's all good. He's back snob. to university days there, Gavin. <laughs> I'm not a coffee snob. I'm, I, I am outraged that you yeah. actually say that. So. I only ever take Rick Coffee camping, man, but it does the job. Mm. So, Gavin, uh, there's a lot of things going on in the news right now. We are at the end of TikTok. This is recorded on the 31st. On Halloween! Oh, oh Hallow's Eve! Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Ghosts and ghouls are out. I forget the entrance. The entrance I'm looking room. forward to Jamie Lee Curtis and the new Halloween movie. That's going to be fantastic. Jamie Lee Curtis, one of my favorite people ever. Okay, Gavin. Right. I'm going to put five minutes on the clock. Done. Gavin, last night, Apple event. Second event for the fall. The mm. US fall our spring. Um, brought the new iPad Pro with reimagining of the iPad um, brought a MacBook Air update which many people were looking out for and then a Mac Mini update talk us through it I mean in some respects this is a hell of a lot more interesting than the iPhone thing the iPhone thing has become all very ho-hum but you know there's this kind of a lot more expected from these other Apple divisions which people I still have a lot of affection for personally I only enjoy two Apple products a lot one of them is the Mac Mini which hasn't been up Updated for I think it's like six or seven years, something like that. Updated last night with new yes. internals, that's new right. So IO. But for those who don't know, if you took maybe three or four smartphones and put them in a stack, that's the size of your Mac Mini PC. It's a small little box, um, but the but, but size of a hardcover novel, let's say. And it's a whole computer in there. You just got to attach your keyboard, mouse, and monitor. But really great specs, really nice compact form factor, fits easily in desks and that kind of thing. So Mac Mini always been my media player of choice in the home. You just connect it up to your TV and you have a full PC running your media. Really cool. Yeah, then iPad, iPad moved controversially from the lightning connector, which has been the iPhone and the iPad's main connector for a while now, mm. and it's moved to a USB Type-C, which makes it infinitely more useful now. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of USB Type-C as well. I mean, there's a rumor that really Apple was under pressure from European factions to do that because just having your own proprietary connector just complicates the market enormously, especially when your connector is not proven to be any better than what's already in the market. You know, it's a way really of locking out other device makers and other peripheral makers and so on by using your own proprietary connector. So they were under a little bit of pressure to come in line with the rest of the industry and frankly I think they're going to benefit from it, especially since USB-C is at least as good if not better than the connector they had before. Mm. Um, but again, curiously no external storage support even on a USB Type-C connector yeah you know this is like an Apple story they just stick to their guns it's a pain in the butt frankly that you can't use memory cards and this kind of thing but you know she just let it go now and it, it hasn't hurt them in any way as far as we can tell so I'm a big I'm a big Apple Pro user uh, I have an iPad Pro um, I have the Apple Pencil to go with it and I'm a bit infuriated that Apple Pencil now has been redesigned so it charges wirelessly via the new iPad Pro it's only compatible with the new iPad Pro and, and it's magnetic and it sticks on the side and it's magnetic and it sticks on the side and then they went and they rejigged the whole thing so they took out the headphone jack and then they moved the smart connector to the back of the device now 
and the new keyboard case kind of connects differently as well. Okay. Um, so, like all of this, I, I use the iPad as a computer replacement. I take it with me almost everywhere I go. And he um, has got a cool little keyboard that goes with yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that, that doubles as a cover kind of thing. Yeah, it just holds like a clamshell so it looks like a normal MacBook. Um, what, what, what does last night say about the future of the PC game? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the writing's on the wall for the PC. It's been a long time coming. I mean, we already have great tablets. Forget the Apple story for a minute. We have great tablets that function as full Windows PCs, and then you can add the optional keyboard. You know, you can clip and unclip the screen from the keyboard. The keyboard just provides battery, extra ports, and obviously the usefulness of a keyboard. But really, the brains are inside the screen portion, the tablet portion. So that's been going on ooh, for a really long time already. It's been going on for nearly 10 years. But of course, it takes for Apple to move the market. Maybe this signifies a move in the market. I really think the writing's on the wall for the end of laptops, and I'd be fully supportive of that. Even as a laptop power user, I would fully support laptops with detachable screens as the standard form factor going forward. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of the Samsung Dex thing, where you can like use your phone as like a desktop. Oh yeah, we should discuss that more later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a big fan of that. That feels to me like the future of computing. Yeah. So yeah, then, yeah. just Kevin, in short, um, other stuff that happened this week: the pricing for the Jaguar iPace, which is by far the closest competitor to a Tesla Model X. Okay, tell us the price. Go on, everybody sit down, <laughs> sit down and listen to the price. 1.7 million. So oh. it's like 1,689,000. I must recommend that as a bargain buy to all my family members. <laughs> so my concern is Jaguar's like gone to great lengths. They've set up like oh, a network of over 50 charges, charges along the major routes. Oh, that explains the price, really. <laughs> <laughs> they and took all your money and had to build charging stations. Surprisingly for Jaguar, brand uh-huh. um, don't like that much in the past, but this is like a really impressive electric vehicle. But coming in at that price range in South Africa, I would have swallowed it at maybe like 800,000 yeah, entry level. I mean, that is point. over the top. I mean, I don't know how they expect to make any headway with that, especially when they know there's at least half a dozen competitors waiting to move into that same space, so probably just within a few months. So I don't know how they think they're going to make a go of it at that price point as the first mover. That's insanity. I'm, um, hoping, I'm hoping that somewhere down the line, um, there's a cheaper electric vehicle coming from them. Well, I mean, we I, I'm quite a big, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Audi as a car per se, but I'm a big fan of their movement into electric. I like the way they've done it. It's almost like they kind of betting the farm, which is, I mean, they're not really betting the farm, but they, they give you the impression that they're all in on the electric future. Are you talking about the e-tron? Yes, yes. Um, but they're taking it so much more seriously than everybody else. Everybody else is talking about it, but hasn't actually made the kind of moves that Audi has made and put the marketing muscle behind it. So I'm, I'm interested to see Jetty what the e-tron infrastructure is. Sure, 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 sure. So they actually me, put the money down. Like, yeah. It's cool that they have this jet of goodwill. They've set up this entire network of charging, like, charges out there on like the N1 up at all the, I think it's the Shell Ultra Cities or something, or the engines. I mean, they have them. Um, you can drive from here to Johannesburg, from Cape Town to Johannesburg, completely on electric. Right. But there is also another analysis, which is, this is just the case of the rich getting richer. Because these are people who can probably afford to pay yes. for petrol and now don't have to pay for petrol. <laughs> it's, it's all us little people who are being struck by the petrol problems. And we're just as ecologically wise and ecologically sensitive, but we can't afford to have the electric cars. But anyway, we're running over, over the segment. I yeah. just want to put in one little thing. Make 20 Pro goes on sale on the 1st of November to General South Africa. Um, Gavin, we were both at the local launch. What did they do enough to topple the world? Galaxy Note 9. Um, 
not enough to topple. That's the problem. They may have drawn equal, and it's kind of irrelevant. I don't think they're going to convert anybody away from their Note 9. They haven't done enough to sway anybody away from their Apple extra large size, you know. So it's merely enough, but there's nothing spectacularly better about it. And I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but that's the case. They don't even have the differentiator of a stylus the way Samsung does. Yeah. They do have a stylus in one of the other models that we're not getting. But they don't even have that as a differentiator. So I really I don't I'd, I'd see... I'd actually argue that outside of their, like in, like their, their Face ID system now, mm. um, which, which is a little bit better implemented than, than Samsung's Iris Leader. Uh-huh. Um, they don't they have less features in their phone. Yeah, well, there's a couple of gimmicks like the underscreen fingerprint sensor is a nice yeah. idea. This back-to-back charging thing where you can actually touch your phone to another phone and yeah. transfer juice from your phone into the other phone. Yeah, you know, phones from other brands. Really, really gimmicky. No one's actually gonna share their battery power with anyone except maybe their significant mm. other in an emergency. Very gimmicky. So you know, value, I don't know, and it's what's gonna be 19,000 Rand. I think. Yeah. For the base I think model? it's priced right I don't up know. there. Who the, the hell is 19,000 Rand in this day and age? You know, we understand they're trying to establish a sense of industry credibility, technological leadership, but in terms of actual sales, I have my doubts. Cool, yeah, I, I, I think it's the most feature packed phone right now without the headphone jack. <laughs> if you want the headphone jack, get a Note 9 if we, you're willing to pay We're going to talk about that in future episodes. We need to discuss whether this is as big a deal, this headphone jack thing is as big a deal as it used to be. I'm pretty sure people can get used to anything, and this is one of the things they're getting used to. Ah, okay, yeah, <laughs> future episodes. On that segment, we went way over. Ooh. So let's just dive into the next one. Five minutes on the clock. Right, Gavin. We were talking about decks. Mm. We were talking about ways of like turning the future of computing where you have like one device that turns into many things. So most people have a phone that they want to connect to a screen yep. and a keyboard maybe. Yep. The keyboard so they can get some actual work done. What are the best ways to do that right now? Just just imagine the advantages of having all your data with you in one place at one time. All your pictures, all your documents, all the PowerPoint presentations you're working on and your sales charts. Everything in one place with you at one time. Not in the cloud where you can go and fetch it. Not synchronizing between your phone and your PC, but just on your phone all the time. Of course, with your Apple, that's going to be a problem because you won't have enough storage space. Luckily, you can expand your storage on a product like the Note 9. So... DEX, which I believe is short for desktop experience, DEX amounts to an entire operating system um, that looks like a Windows operating system. So when you connect your phone to the monitor, basically your phone is running what looks like Windows. It looks a little bit like Windows. And you can use it, you can use it in that way. So DEX was was first available on the S8, S8, 2016. So that was what? 2016? Yeah. 2017, okay, yeah, all right. 2017. And you had to connect it to a little sort of puck-sized dock. Yes, and then they moved to a Dex pad, which was smaller it's like a and cheaper. It's about the size of a smartphone, yeah. And the, well, the S9 was a Note? Note 8 was also this. I forget. No, anyway. Right. So yeah, yeah. So and, the S9 came on, on the Note 9. You can just use a HDMI right. to USB so Type C. So you don't need any extra hardware, anything to lug around with you. Yeah. You just take a, a mini HDMI cable, plug it into your Note 9 phone, and plug the other end into a monitor, and away you go. You can even use the phone USB as a keyboard. Type C cable. 
What what? USB Type C to oh, HDMI. Sorry, sorry. What am I talking about? Not HDMI. <laughs> yeah. USB Type C to HDMI goes in the back of monitor, and you can then use all the apps on the phone. But even better, there are a whole lot of apps that are optimized for Dex, so they work like Windows-based apps. So what I asked you earlier whether Huawei did enough to couple the Note 9 mm. is that Huawei, since the P20, no, since the Mate 9. Pro. Okay. Yes. No. No. I like my ten Pro. Yes. Okay. Had its own. Had its, a similar thing where you connect just the cable, the, the USB Type C to HDMI cable, to your to HDMI monitor, and there you also have like a desktop emulation thing, or you can just. No. I, I was like blissfully unaware of this until you pointed it out to me last week. So I haven't got around to testing it. My my Mate 20 Pro arrives later today, and that's the first thing I'm going to test out. But uh, all indications are it's not nearly as robust as the Dex system that has Samsung. You, outside of these solutions, Gavin, what is out there for you? Um, you can run most screens via a, a, a compatible so cable. I think we were discussing this earlier, and our conclusion is that the, the mirroring of your phone onto your TV wirelessly is very hit and miss. I don't understand why Miracast is the industry term for sending the picture from my phone to onto the TV, sending the picture from my PC onto the TV wirelessly. Um, it, it works through Wi-Fi, obviously. Um, but I've never got it to work reliably. My TV's getting on a little bit now, my main TV. But even so, it was supposed to have that functionality. I've never had it working reliably. Um, so just about inside baseball. Um, like just behind the scenes sort of look. Mm. So Miracost was, was baked into the Android kernel oh. um, from 4.2, Android 4.2. Okay. And then mysteriously with, uh, with Android 6.0, then that requirement was dropped off. Um, so... <laughs> Interesting. So Android 4 would have been about five years ago, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't understand. So there's many different types. Like if, yeah, if so, you have a smart TV, mm. um, Sony used to fold it into everything like Wi-Fi. Yes, yes. Sony was a big... I guess because they were a TV and phone manufacturer. Much like Samsung, you'd think they would get... That right. And I think so, they used Mirror Share was there. Yeah, they had their own term. Well, Samsung yeah. has their own term. LG and Sony all have yeah. their own term for this, as does Hisense. But it's all based on Miracast, which is the industry standard. How this is supposed to work is you're playing this video on your phone, and now with a clicking of a little button thing, it will transfer that directly onto your TV if your TV is enabled for it. And it uses Wi-Fi to do it, so you both have to be on the same Wi-Fi network. Yeah. This One of the reasons this hasn't worked exceptionally well for me is because I normally cable my TV into my network and then it struggles to understand that that's the same network as the Wi-Fi. But, you know, sometimes it works. And yes, I, I actually had a big problem like that with my, with my home media server. Uh -huh. The other day I was trying to stream it to the Apple TV mm. and the Apple TV was cabled in and it just couldn't resolve. Okay. Yeah, that, that needed, it could find, it could see the file, yeah. click on the video that I needed to play, but then it just wouldn't bring the, the Wi-Fi thing together. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, here's an example of where your Note 9, if you're traveling with it, you could plug into a TV in your hotel room, for example, and do work in that way. Um, but in the future, hopefully, this will be done wirelessly, and you could wirelessly transfer your um, your workspace from your phone onto a television set, because you know you can transfer the picture through Miracast when it works, and you know that you can store all the data on your phone. Somewhere in the future, this is default computing. Um, you're working in any workspace you choose, all your information and processing is done on the phone and you can connect to any display that suits you. So I think the takeaway here is buy devices that offer these sorts of experiences. Yeah, we are very much Both with your RAMs. Yeah, we are still at first base here, of course, with all these ideas. But frankly, once you've seen something like Dex in action, 
it genuinely feels like you can see the future of computing in front of you. That's how I feel about it. I, it takes quite a lot to get me excited about new tech, but that was very poetic. <laughs> <laughs> you can understand the practical application for this and why it's going to be important. Okay, Neil deGrasse Tyson, calm down, calm down. <laughs> and that's time on that segment. <laughs> so Gavin, every week we do the take a lot tick, take a lot tick treasure. Mm. So fire up your take a lot up. Right. And this week we are going to find the best deal on a laptop fan. Right. I'm also so going to take you through because, as you stated earlier off air, um, what, what is it we have our degree in? <laughs> laptop fan. We are the people who've been carrying the stuff through airports for like over a decade, nearly two decades in my case, often at great speed for flights that are departing without you because you know you got reined in in Schiphol or somewhere else. And like I've also lived through through the the terrible time with like the US. TSA thing where you had to pretty much undress yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Well, fact, I was due to fly into New York on the 12th of September when they blew up oh, the World wow. Trade Center to a Toshiba event, in fact. And ironically, one of the corporate gifts they gave us for their trip was a laptop bag. So, <laughs> that's a segue. Um, so, we do have our preferred bands, and because we travel extensively, we believe in investing in expensive luggage. Uh, brands like Thule, for example, um, and so on. But these bags often cost many thousands of rands, not beyond the reach of most people, especially if you're just shipping to and from your home, for example. So, so we've, we've found some better me, budget offers. Importantly for me, you need a separate laptop compartment that's padded. Yep. So you can access it quickly. You don't have to like open your bag and like damage parts or reveal like yes. to get. So so all bags are not laptop bags. They generally qualify as laptop bags when they have padding at the bottom. The reason the padding's at the bottom is because every time you put the bag down, the the piece is taking a bump. So mm. it really needs to be protected from the impact of landing on the ground. Some bags have padding on other sides too, but not as important as the padding at the bottom. Um, there are three basic styles. There's sort of a briefcase style. Some of those briefcases then come with a shoulder strap as well, which is great. There's a standard backpack, which everyone's familiar with. But increasingly, what I'm working with now is the hybrid bag, which is it's a shoulder strap bag, uh, sort of a tote bag uh, kind of style, yeah. but it has concealed backpack straps. So when you get off the plane and you realize you're going to have to jog through three kilometers of airport or across town, you will out your backpack straps mounted on your back and take off and you can slide the backpack straps away when you're done so mm. it's sort of a hybrid bag um, yeah so look out for those so importantly like you want something that's going to be nice and comfortable for you um, and something that has an external zipper maybe for, for, for a laptop um, what I found was the ever key Titan laptop backpack um, so that puts anything up to like a 19 inch Laptop, which is massive. It's yeah, got that's a lovely big. shoulder pack. It's got an external like zippered compartment for your, your laptop, so you can just open that. But when you go through airport security, mm -hmm. um, and that is retailing now for 1,499 rand. That's 11% off. It's currently on some sort of sale promotion on the app. Um, yeah, go check it out. Okay, so here's another alternative. Solo is a new backpack range that we've been looking at, and we've really liked some of their product. And they have one called a laptop duffel bag, and how that works is it's got your standard 
uh, backpack compartment uh, protecting your laptop, padded and so on. But then it's got a very large separate compartment in which you can put an entire change of clothing, including a, a, sh- a set of shoes, which are protected from the rest of the stuff in the bag so your shoes don't dirty up everything else. Yeah. And where this comes into its own is if you're the kind of person who goes to gym on their way to work or something like that, you can actually put an entire change of clothing in the bag and in that way just carry one bag to and from the office. And it, it's got all your work stuff, and it's also got that your, your gym stuff that you can pack back in it when you're done. Or oh, it's convenient for a sort of a weekend away if you're planning on taking your, your work with you. You can pack your, your laptop and everything else and a change of clothes for the weekend. Um, the last option is, again, another range of bags we've been trying called Black. And we like them too. They're very budget-oriented. But, you know, for the price, they've been fairly sturdy. We like... Uh, their little notebook case which yeah. is uh, more of a satchel that's only 150 rand but it's really light and simple if you're just getting on a plane going to Joburg coming back or if you're just carrying your laptop to meetings again only good for a 15 inch laptop but for most people that's about the appropriate size so this is the size of a little satchel but very thin and light made of um, ripcord or not ripcord what do you call it uh, a nylon yeah, type ripstop fabric. nylon yeah. no, ripstop nylon is what it's called it's like nylon type fabric but again sufficient padding and one or two extra pockets for stationary and so on. So that's the black notebook case for 150 Rand and the solo laptop duffel bag for 1,495 Rand, both on uh, the Take A Lot app. Yeah, so um, I'm actually a big fan of Osprey bags lately. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone who I see in any sports sort of Very reputable brand, yeah. um, And they're looking at something that they want, like a hardcore backpack. I always say Osprey. Why? Because Osprey has an unlimited lifetime warranty. Yeah, yeah. You you can tell from looking at it, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can take it to any, if if that thing fails, no pressure (laughs) off, you can take it to any... Um, Very impressive. Any outlet that sells Osprey and they send it to... No questions asked. Yeah, yeah. send to Osprey and Osprey either repair it for you or send you an entire new bag. Very good. Free of charge. Lifetime warranty. My brand of choice, if I'm looking to spoil myself or I'm letting somebody else spoil me or if I'm looking to spoil someone, my brand of choice for all luggage but including laptop bags is Samsonite. So Samsonite is built like... I think what they used to say is a brick shit house, but we won't say that on air. It's just built to endure and withstand any kind of impact, whether it's luggage handlers or crowded overhead compartments in the aeroplane or accidental droppages. Um, Samsonite, tough bag of choice. Yeah, so for an Osprey, um, I've actually found a better deal. My take lock tech treasure for this week <laughs> is the Osprey Pixel Port Flap Style Day Pack in black pepper for 995 Rand. Um, that, is, that will accommodate any laptop up to 15 inch size. Um, and yeah, that comes with that legendary Osprey lifetime warranty. Mm. Um, you know, a typical, a typical Samsonite laptop bag is uh, going to cost you about one five, maybe up to 2,000 Rand. But it depends how seriously you want to get. Mm. Cool. And that is time on that segment, Gavin. Thank you very and much. And brings us towards the end of our show. What's going on in your life? Uh, what's going on in my life? In the next issue of our magazine, we are interviewing a hacker. I may have told you about that once mm. before. Uh, we're also giving away a lot of excellent gear, including two different kinds of laptop bags, in fact, in our next issue of the magazine, so do look out for that. And I will be making an extensive video of myself using Samsung DeX. Mm. Uh, and you can actually see this in action, see the windows uh, or running full-featured apps and get an impression of how it could work for you. So do check us out. Yeah, my, there were some delays on my YouTube video, but by the time this is up, it will have been up for at least half a week already. 
And yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm just chugging along with that opinion guy. Yep. Get some. Get get informed. That opinion guy. I was informed. I was schooled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm getting a lot of love on LinkedIn lately, which is weird. Uh-huh. But it's, 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 it's good to. Oh, the professionals. Network. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good to to rub shoulders amongst the, the peers. You know. Yes. <laughs> Weed out the ones who don't have any money. <laughs> cool. And that's a wrap for this week. See you next week. See ya. Yeah.